and welcome to Otaku the Town, a podcast about anime, I guess, or whatever. I'm Elliot. I'm Kayla. I'm Paul. And we're back. Sorry for being on kind of a hiatus. Things got kind of crazy. I don't know. I used to be a night person, and now I'm a day person, and that's shaken up my whole life, and and I'm sorry. Welcome um, back into the sunlight. Thank you. Thank you. I felt the sun's gentle kiss this morning, and yesterday morning, wow. and the morning before. Glad to hear you've kissed and made up. I, I tasted his sweet rays. I let them enter me. <laughs> Fill me. <laughs> Make me whole and new. <laughs> Elliot of the night has been banished with his w- warm seed. Okay. <laughs> um, as you may have gathered, this is a podcast where we talk about anime. And um, this week is no exception. Uh, we are continuing our watch of the venerable series Naruto. Uh, this is a very exciting episode because we're starting a new arc. Um, kind of. Kind of? Yeah. yeah. It's trying. Mm-hmm. We have techni- we have finished the last arc. Yeah. Whether yes. or not we've started a new arc uh, remains to be seen. Spoiler, we didn't really. I mean, kind, kind of. of. New characters appeared. <laughs> Lots of new characters. Which is very helpful. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's kind of it. That's kind of an interesting point, that this is really a show that like thrives off of the characters who are not the characters you see every episode. Yes, they sort of know where their strengths lie, mm-hmm. and it is not with the current characters or plot points. Well, boy, howdy, did we get some new characters in these episodes. Um, ordinarily, we start the show off with a question, but this week we're not, because it always really stresses me out. <laughs> I can't think of one right now. And if you want to know about us, send us an email or tweet at me. I've invited you several times, and you never have. That's a lie. Many of you have, and you're wonderful. Um, this got really pouty. Yeah, we could really use reader, or like, we're not, we're not uh, uh, written, never mind, uh, uh, listener so we got, like, suggestions for questions, because we have kind of run out of ideas. If you just but, read my tweets, I would, that's I would take suggestions that's, from that, too. That could be a reader, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Actually, yeah. Kayla was an editor for a long time. Maybe you've read her books and you were just like, I'd like to do say something to that podcast. Oh, if you have, please let me know. Do you think it's poutier because we've been drinking wine instead of beer? I do, actually. Yeah, there's a strong correlation between wine and emotions versus beer and... Drunkenness. Beer, yeah. (laughs) Dear listener, we are enjoying uh, Pomplamoose Chardonnay Spritzers. Are we ever? Handcrafted by yours truly. Listeners, if if you've never said the word Pomplamoose out loud, you're you're missing your whole life. If you've never said Pomplamoose out loud, welcome. Welcome to Otaku the Town, the podcast where we make you say it. I don't care where you are. This is the podcast where we say Pomplamoose. If you're on a bus... If you're at a funeral listening to a podcast, just say it with us. Are you ready? If you've taken a vow of silence. It's it's now, break it. Break Break it it with the sweet word. Three, Three, two, two, one. Pomplamous. Don't you feel better? Yeah. I feel better. Me too. I feel like this is a really safe place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just say pomplamous. Pomplamous. Mm -hmm. Pomplamous. Let's talk about some dumb ninjas. Yeah. In episode 20, a new chapter begins. The tuning exam. Um, in this episode, Naruto and Sasuke fight a lot. We sort of meet a ton of new ninjas, and sadly, the Forbidden Boy returns. Ugh. And he's brought friends. Oh, God. Oh, Just as forbidden. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. I, I forbid all of this, but it happened regardless. Mm. Um, so at the start of the episode, Naruto wakes up in his filthy house looking like the nastiest old man. He's, like, withered and, like, <laughs> grumbling, and I expect just, like, secreting out of every end. 
But he, I don't think he's cleaned that apartment ever, probably. So. No, I don't think so. Yeah. There's, like, books all over the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which you do lend credence to the idea that Naruto studies a lot. It's porn. It's probably porn. I mean... That's, yeah, that's true. Yeah. If we've seen their book industry at all, then it probably is. Yeah. Well, he's studying something, mm-hmm. at least. Sure. The hat is back. The hat is back, yes. I was distressed because he was... This is... Hmm. He was. He looked too old to enjoy the hat. I don't know. This is this is a complicated point. Maybe I should move on. I was just really distracted by like how gross and nasty he looked. I couldn't enjoy the hat because I was like, Naruto looks looks like he washed off all of his makeup and he's been secretly a ninety year old this whole time. <laughs> what if Naruto was secretly a ninety year old and he just like has a really like weird old boner for Sakura and this is all an elaborate ruse? Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I mean, there is a super old fox demon inside of him. Maybe there's a reason he really wants to be the Hokage. It's, it's like, just a job for old perverts. It's like that movie, The Orphan. He's like secretly like a like a middle aged old man who just looks young. Spoiler alert for like a 2006 old Russian lady, movie. isn't it? Is she Russian? I don't I, remember. I only ever heard about that movie. I did not watch it. The I didn't see uh, twist got quote unquote spoiled for mm. me, and I laughed so hard at it that <laughs> I just I haven't watched the movie because I don't want that to be ruined. I mm-hmm. like my mental image of this okay. like 60-year-old Russian woman. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think she's like 35, not 60 in it, but still. I mean, Ruining my stands. image, Paul. I'm sorry. Thank mm. you. I like my version. I don't think that's scary. I feel like it feels less scary. But she's like, like she's like crazy and homicidal. Yeah. She's like a like a murderous 35-year-old who's pretending to be like a 10-year-old. Mm-hmm. But counterpoint, so like, what if it was a murderous homicidal 10-year-old? Well, I mean, then you got your classic, like, Children of the Corn scenario there. Yeah. So, like, you know, I, I guess that's kind of been done. Maybe I'm just more afraid of children. Yeah. Actually, I think that's why she pretends to be a child, mm-hmm. is to play up the, the fear factor. Mm-hmm. Without eating African cave spiders. I was going to say, I don't want to play fear factor. No. Nobody wants like to play fear show. factor. No. It did not survive very long. Um. Anyway, um, I was proud of Naruto in this scene because he did shake his nasty milk before drinking it, and he didn't drink it, mm-hmm. which is why he doesn't spend this whole episode pooping. Do you think it rattled when he shook it? Uh, there was kind of a... Like a, some a, chunky noise. Yeah, yeah. There was a goofy splooge yeah. noise. Yeah. It was... I almost mimicked it with my mouth, but I didn't because this is an audio medium and I respect you, listener. <laughs> but I thought about it. I still think that he should read the expiry dates before just shaking his milk and be like, is this okay? That's a fair point. Have we ever seen, I mean, other than the open books, have we seen any indication that Naruto knows how to read? There are books all over his apartment, but again, it's probably just If it's born, yeah, maybe he's just doing it for the pictures. Yeah. We solved the riddle. Oh my God, that's why Naruto doesn't know anything. That's why he doesn't know a single fact. It's because people expect him to read it in books and nobody talks. I mean, he appears to have never been to school and he doesn't have parents or anybody who, like, helps him. No, we're wrong. We're wrong because he reads the Forbidden Scroll. Oh yeah, he learned it in like a night. Maybe it was like the Water Tribe Scroll and that it was just like pictures of people moving in a certain way. It was was diagrams, yeah. Diagrams. Just with like, you know, movement pictures. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why they have to keep it hidden, is it's, like, so easy to do that technique, because you just have to, like, look at these pictures that they just don't want, like... If you know. someone wakes up and does it by accident, they send out Anbu to destroy them? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Somebody hung this scroll up in their shop, and now we have to murder the, you know, the, the 3,700 people who walked Everybody by it today, because they're all just replicating in their sleep. Replicants. Replicants. Yeah, there's a joke somewhere in there. Yeah. I don't know. Blade Runner. If I were cleverer. <laughs> 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 we, we hadn't had so much pomplamous. Blade Runner is the brand of my new rollerblades that I got. Oh, which is kind of fun. Did they look exist. like Harrison Ford's face? I wish. No, they're very. Uh, you put normal. your foot into the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then you put your foot in and then... The wheels are there. Yeah, you just hear a voice go, like, tears in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Oh. Toy unicorn. Blade Runner reference. Anyway, moving on. Oh, boy. <laughs> My favorite part of that movie is when they drive away happily at the end. It's so nice. Yeah. Both movies have really the happy endings. All right, Very so we're about 30 seconds into this episode. Uh, I just want to talk about it. This, uh, this episode, we had a string of pretty good episodes. This is back to, like... It's not quite as bad as the second episode of the series, which we shat on many a time, but this episode is pretty tough. It was rough. Mm. It's not quite filler, but it's almost worse, yeah. because they just take an, an episode and just stretch well, it filler, so They destroyed all of their momentum. Mm -hmm. Filler, you can just you can kind of mentally disregard, because it's like, oh, whatever, it's filler, who gives a shit? Or but literally like, skip. Right, but yeah. the, this episode technically, like, I mean, it's canon. It's like, it, it, important. You learn important things yeah, you, like, there are, you there cannot are, progress forward without learning. There are character introductions of so important characters. So many character introductions. Yeah. Important characters and terrible unimportant characters, but, Indeed. you know. And fake characters. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy. Ugh. Um, so, um, so full disclosure, I watched this episode like a month ago for the first time and then didn't rewatch it, so I don't super remember it that well, but you know, I'll just, I, Elliot recaps anyway, so that shouldn't matter. That's true. <laughs> and here I go. The team meets up. Uh, Sasuke and Naruto are kind of fighting with their eyes, um, and then Sakura sees them doing this and goes into this swirly gray, like, Hell place, um, which <laughs> yeah. I really related to because I felt like I went to that place slowly throughout the course of this episode. Yeah, yeah, I was definitely on her level there. Indeed, um, Elliot's I felt catchphrase. Like Sasuke and Naruto just didn't know how to act around each other after confessing their love so deeply and being sure. so intimate. And I'm honestly, that's relatable. A lot of people have that problem. Totally. Well, this whole episode, they're like they're fighting, kind of, without ever talking about it. About nothing. They don't and, talk about what just happened. Well, what's really all. interesting is they're both upset about the same things. Yes. Sorry, I just shot all over this episode and I'm like, but it's fascinating mm -hmm. because they both are really upset because they feel like the other saved them at the end of the last arc. And they're both really mad because they feel like their missions are dumb and not challenging them. But they're just taking it out on each other instead of talking about it and realizing that they're like in exactly the same place. Yep. Communication is kind of the most important thing in a relationship, everyone. I don't know if you knew that. It's true. Mm -hmm. And in a ninja partnership. Absolutely. 100%. Um, Communication yeah. chakra, the big two Cs. <laughs> I'm just going to blast through this because this episode was... Yeah, please let's just, let's do. Just, please yeah. Um, help us get through this. Yeah. Uh, they're going to go on some missions. Um, missions oh, are all dumb. Yeah. Back to D-Rank. Mm -hmm. Right back to D-Rank. Right. It's terrible. Um, one thing that was kind of funny is that Kakashi is apparently late every day. Like, Kakashi shows up, and he says, this time I got lost. And it's clear that, like, this is not the first time he's made an arbitrary excuse for why he's not there. Um, and maybe this happens every day. Mm -hmm. I had to burp. I burped. Um, yeah, they go on some really fucking dumb missions. In fact, I, I wrote in my notes when I was first watching this, like, oh god, are we gonna have to watch yard work again? And then, <laughs> lo and behold, yes, that's their first mission, is they have to do some yard, and then, like, a, a woman beats Naruto for pulling up all of her plants, and then they're picking up trash in a river, and Naruto almost falls off a waterfall, and Sasuke saves him. Fun. It's like they committed a minor yeah. misdemeanor and were sentenced to community service. <laughs> it kind exactly, of exactly yeah. like that. Um, they have to walk dogs later, and there's a minefield? There's an active minefield? Yeah, that was weird. That Naruto gets dragged through by his big dog. Yeah. Yeah, so there's just like this uh, literal minefield. There's a bunch of landmines outside the village. Mm -hmm. I, I thought that was it's a little It's a marked weird. field. Mm -hmm. That's true. It is marked. But that fence is like falling into disrepair. You it know, like has... a toddler could easily get in there. For sure. And probably has. And probably has. That's why there's so few Genin. 
<laughs> it's like Ninja Cambodia. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh. Um, fuck. Uh, the dog is fine, by the way. Obviously. The dog is fine. The dog yeah. is fine. The dog's really happy and like licking Naruto's face. And the, dog, the dog is a really good boy. Yes. Very good boy. Very good boy. Um, Naruto is not. But yeah, it's, it's, it's just a lot of Naruto being abused by these dumb missions and Sasuke saving him sometimes. And I don't know. They're all upset about everything. And then Kakashi gets a message from a bird. Um, and Sakura asks Sasuke if she like wants, if he wants to hang out, I guess. And Sasuke kind of reasonably is like, if you have time to hang out with me, maybe you should do some training. Um, and then we see the weight of his rejection literally like crush her spirit like a giant <laughs> rock. Like inner Sakura is being, is collapsing under the weight of this giant spiritual blow. Um, and then he tells her that she's even weaker than Naruto and the rock grows like six sizes. Um, and is maybe this is the end of Inner Sakura. Maybe Inner Sakura died here, and that's why Inner Sakura goes away. Sasuke killed. Does Inner Sakura go away? Ghosts. Oh, I miss her. She's one of my favorite characters. Maybe she comes back. I don't know. I, I know that she like fades out throughout the series, but maybe Sasuke killed her. Sasuke can kill ghosts. Oh wow. Okay. Maybe that's how you kill ghosts. Is you're just like really mean to them. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they got rid of Slimer and Ghostbusters. <laughs> totally. like really mean to them. <laughs> yeah. I always thought the ending of the ring was really weird when they just like told Samara what a bitch she was being. <laughs> Your hair is so stringy. <laughs> Use some fucking conditioner. As a fifteen-year-old girl, you nag them enough, and they will just wither and blow away like dust totally. in the wind. Yeah, go back to that well. Well, that's why Regina George had such a rich career as an exorcist. <laughs> yeah, she was really good at it. Mm-hmm. She should be in the next Conjuring movie. Absolutely. Oh, that'd be so We're good. back. <laughs> The next Conjuring movie is called The Nun, mm-hmm. and hopefully Regina George is in it. Absolutely. I can't, can't confirm or deny it, but... Oh, I would love for Karen to be there as, like, a clairvoyant. She just oh walks God. into the room and, like, feels herself a little bit, and she's like, there's a 30% chance that there is a ghost in this room, and there's just a <laughs> demon standing behind her. Oh. I just love to be there to be, like, a Mean Girl cinematic universe. God. Oh, absolutely. Uh, what is Marvel so doing? Yeah, fuck the dark universe. Cut it out, guys. <laughs> this is what we need. Uh, yes. Oh, that should they should be part of the dark universe? Absolutely. <laughs> the mean girls like hang out like Dracula, yep. and like like in Doctor Jackal. Mm-hmm. Oh, it'd be mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. I want to wish that into existence. Oh my god, they you know Gretchen Wieners is gonna fuck Tom Cruise. Absolutely, yeah. He's like an immortal mummy man. If I only had a monkey's paw. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love that because there's no way the wish could go bad because it's so bad to begin with. Yes. It's so dumb the monkey's paw would just be like, well, fuck it, I guess. Well, it's, fine. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, uh, Naruto asks Sakura out and then uh, Kakashi vanishes like a puff of smoke, which is kind of funny. The second episode in a row that they've been asking each other out, which like, okay, mm-hmm. if you're going to do it once, fine. But like at this point, it's getting a little like both both Sakura and Naruto need to leave these people alone. Totally. They're basically yes. co-workers. Like you can ask once, but then if you get rejected, like just harassment. move on. Move on. Both Workplace of them. sexual harassment. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 That's, I mean, that is definitely something to unpack here is that our, like two of our three protagonists are asking out the same people every day. Mm-hmm. Like it's fine to do that. Right. And, I mean, I guess there are consequences for it. I was going to say, like, there are no consequences for it. But, no, there definitely are. Um, in that, uh, well, the consequences for all of us are that... <sighs> oh, boy. Konohamaru shows up. And he has friends uh, now. The worst yeah, boy. He does. And um, I want to make fun of his friends because they're so bad. But it's, it's just, like, it brings me no joy. It just, yeah, just lump them in with Konohamaru. Um, they're, they're pretty inseparable. There, there's a, a good line. Uh, well, oh, God. Are you going to talk about the really horrific line? Yeah. Um, so one of Konohamaru's friends is a girl. Um, 
And when she introduces herself in her weird, like, anime character reveal, she says, With an adult sexiness, I'm Moagi of the senior class at Kunoichi Preschool. Oh, boy. Uh, preschooler. Cool. Uh, described, self-described as having adult sexiness. Uh, Sweet. Um, and then the boy says, I love factoring, and that's his whole introduction. He's yeah. great. He's the best one. He absolutely is. He loves factoring. Yeah, he's got, he's a, like, a real runny like, nose. He needs a tissue. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, totally. good he, job. He needs a hanky, but yeah, other than that, he's fine. He's getting a head start in STEM fields. Although he's friends with Konohamaru, so... That's fair. I mean, some people have really bad judgment when it comes to other people. I had some really toxic friendships earlier in my life. Yeah. And they're only like in preschool. preschool's where they begin. Yeah. Yeah. And anyway, I basically actually just wrote in my notes, I can't take notes on this, I hate it so much. So, I don't know. Things happened. Um, and Sakura, meanwhile, kind of looks like the woman from The Grudge. <laughs> I wrote Speaking that her bad it. mood was mm-hmm. my bad mood at this point in the episode. Mm-hmm. It's just so mm-hmm. cranky, so over it. After listening to that adult sexiness bit, I was like, the writers are fired, the animators are fired, everyone is done. The series is over. Totally. Konohamaru just continues to interact, which is inherently unfortunate. Um, and then he says some dumb things. And then what is important is that Sakura lights up with this like incandescent rage um, and charges towards them to beat the shit out of them. Um, and she just does it. It's like, it's not It's not like she gets interrupted or there's like a cutaway. It's like, nope, nope. She just beats the shit out of them. And we get this beautiful frame of Konohamaru's face lit up with fear as she's charging towards him. And it was maybe the best moment in the entire episode. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She punished him where we could not. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it's because Konohamaru asked Naruto if... Sakura was his girlfriend because he said that she was staring at him with eyes like she's going to kill him. Mm. Uh, and that was how he determines adult relationships, which cool. is like, what kind of house are you growing Good. up in, Konohamaru? Cool. That can't cool. be healthy. Uh, and I think Naruto like agrees with him or something. Doesn't he also call Sakura a wench? Yeah. <laughs> Good I think so. It's just, you know. Oh, boy. A plus. Oh, oh good. Ho- hopefully that was just a bad translation. License to kill Sakura. Yep. Um, and then a bunch of new ninjas show up, but we quickly cut away before they can do anything interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we see more ninjas who we've kind of seen in the background up until this point. Like, um, some of the people from that, uh, the scene way earlier in, I think, the third episode when they were all in a classroom together. Yeah, they're basically... Was that uh, the first episode? I don't know. First, mm-hmm. first or... Th- no, they're introduced... We see them in the first. They're introduced sort of briefly in the third. Kind of, yeah. They're basically... They're uh, Naruto and Sakura and Sasuke's classmates, basically. Totally. The other six genin. Yeah. Um, yeah. This might be a, a good time to jump in. We've thrown around a lot of terms like genin and chunin and jonin, and yeah. you guys probably don't know what they mean. Um, so... Genin are basically the lowest level of ninja. They're like rank and file ninja. They are what uh, Naruto and Sasuke and Sakura are, but they're almost like technically Genin. Like they are, but they're junior Genin and like they rookies. They're they rookies. Them. Yes, rookies. yes. Um, there are other Genin who have been Genin much longer, and yes. then there are Chunin, which is the next rank up. Um, and once you're a Chunin, you can like lead a mission yourself. You're like a, a competent ninja, and you're you're sort of trusted to be on your own. Uh, and then finally, there are elite ninja called Jonin. Um, Kakashi is a Jonin. It's sort of implied that Zabuza was Jonin level, and um, Haku might have been beyond Jonin level. Although power levels are kind of dumb and inconsistent in this. Because... Jonin have really cool cargo vests. Yes, they do. You mm-hmm. get a vest, which is why we made that nasty toe sucking joke earlier. Yes, no toes, no vests. Now you get it. <laughs> yeah. A favorite. We'll make t-shirts. Indeed. Yeah. That. Yep. Yep. That's our official <laughs> merch when we join the Max Fun Network. Yeah. Listening, Jesse Thorne. <laughs> uh, it's basically the uh, like Padawan Jedi Knight Jedi, Jedi Master from from Star Wars. It's a pretty pretty solid analogy. Totally. 
Um, and so we meet all the other Ricky Genin, sort of. I mean, we, we briefly see all the other Ricky Genin. Um, and we see there Jonin, one of whom is a really cool-looking lady, and one of them is a real hot dad. Um, I knew you were going to say that about Asuma. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that was a, that was, lock that one down. That indeed. was absolutely guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, hello, and welcome to the Gay of the Ninja. I want to fuck that dude. <laughs> Thank you. This is from the Gay of the Ninja. <laughs> yep. um, they also get messages from birds, apparently. Or I mean, I'm saying they <laughs> Wait, get messages Elliot, from birds. Tweets. <laughs> okay. I, thank you. Oh, man. Okay, up top. Yeah, that was really good. Um, so they also get tweets, which I'm, I'm insinuating, because we hear a bird calling, and they look up really significantly, but maybe they just all do birding? Yeah, they're really into ornithology. Yeah, they just like to do a lot of bird watching. Totally. Remember ornithology in middle school? Were you yeah. Active? I, I had to take prey? ornithology twice, oh, actually. Okay. Yep. Um, it was our science class. We went to a Montessori school. This mm-hmm. has come up before. We no. didn't have real classes. We had an orth- or, uh, ornithology. Mm-hmm. I always want to say ornithology. Ornithology. I think. Something so, else. Orin yeah. is uh, April's weird friend from Parks and Recreation. I so. have recently been rewatching it, so I'm acutely aware oh, of it, really which is unfortunate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we dissected owl pellets in yeah, ornithology. Oh, sure. Went and to Green Lake and like saw some some grebes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember we took a field trip to see the geese migrate. Yeah. To Skagit Valley. That's so nice. Mm-hmm. Did a bird I journal. I had to hang a feeder in my side yard and watch it for two hours every weekend. That's oh. awesome. Yeah, that's... that's that so sounds like something we would have had to do, but I definitely did not. We had to grow, like, uh, fungus. Remember I cut in, like, biology mm-hmm. or whatever? And we... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, like, grew mold. We had to put, like, garbage in a, in a container and watch yeah. it mold and yeah. write about it. Yeah. And, like, take a journal of how quickly mold grew. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. There was also an elective I, called I, the Tea I, Elective, where we drank oh, yeah. tea and talked about it. The Tea Elective, yeah. That was fun. I inspired the Tea Elective to come back, because an older student told me about it, and I was like, hey, Cray, we should do this. And he was like, all right, I'll drink tea with anybody. We didn't have We had a electives. chakra. We had a chakra elective, actually. <laughs> like, to tie in school? Yeah, I'm not even kidding. What we kind had... of ninja Montessori school? <laughs> yeah, we had a, one of our teachers that had an elective where she taught us about chakra. I'm not joking. I that was self-taught about chakra in middle school. Okay, I was probably a, try to learn more. Were you our teacher? I had a brief flirtation with uh, paganism. Mm, I remember that. Mm-hmm. We met during that phase. We went to a bookstore. We oh, went to I Edge of the Circle. Edge of the Circle. Mm-hmm. We bought crystals, and I bought a book on magic that I still have because it makes me happy to see That's it. That's wonderful. It's called Color Magic, and it's on my bookshelf at home. One of the attorneys in my office uh, is really into like crystal stuff. Mm-hmm. Her office is really cool because she has a bunch of like cool crystals. Oh, Wiccans awesome. are a lot of fun yeah. to hang out with. Yeah, I'm not going to say her name for obvious reasons, but yeah. fabulous. Her office is really cool. Yeah, lots huh. of crystals, lots of fun. That's awesome. Chill yeah. people, the Wiccans. Crystal gems, Steven Universe. Anyway, tie into our earlier conversation that was not recorded. <laughs> I don't have anything interesting to say about this, but I'm really enjoying it. This is a fun <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we left this horrible. Sorry episode. about our super long aside. We're really enjoying our sidebar conversation because and we not don't want to go back to the episode. I apologize. With an adult sexiness, I will get back to the recap. Oh boy. Um, oh wow. That's my new catchphrase. Need an adult. <laughs> um, okay, so we finally get to see the other new ninjas. There's so many new ninjas. Yeah. We're gonna say new ninjas a lot. Yeah, we're gonna say a lot of names. If you, <laughs> this is gonna get start, I mean, if it wasn't already, it's gonna start getting kind of hard to follow if you're not watching the show. But we'll hopefully, do our best. hopefully, you can just kind of be like okay with a bunch of random names and follow along i'll record glossary minisodes for you yeah. where i just like whisper the names of every character asmr style with like two facts about them mm-hmm. and you can listen to it while you go to sleep and then you'll learn it in with the morning like, like crunching in the background mm. 
Oh no, that's just mouth sounds. Yeah. That's not ASMR. That's just a punishment. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to stop this moment before Kayla reaches across the table and pulls my mouth out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, I love factoring with an adult-like sexiness. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to get through my notes. Um, so there are new ninjas. Um, one of them is really big and has a big uh, body on his back. Maybe it has hair and it's wrapped up like a mummy. Um, and he's also wearing a cat suit, which I never really thought about. Mm-hmm. And he has some of that kabuki makeup that mm-hmm. we saw Naruto do mm-hmm. for his photograph. Yeah, he's got lots of beautiful purple makeup. And mm-hmm. when I say cat suit, I don't mean he's wearing like a, a skin tight leather outfit with a zipper down the middle. I'm saying he's kind of dressed like a big lumpy cat. Mm-hmm. It's a, a black onesie with the hood pulled up and there his ears. Well, kitty ears. It's pretty cute. His name is Conqueror. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and he really conquers the moment um, in that he picks up Konohamaru and threatens to kill him, oh. uh, which won my heart immediately. Immediately my favorite character, yeah. yeah. Um, the girl who comes with him is also pretty cool. Her name is Tamari, and mm-hmm. she has spiky blonde hair and a, what appears to be a giant fan on her back, mm-hmm. although it's not totally clear. Spoilers. It's a giant fan. Um, and uh, she, she and Konkuro both have like a lot of attitude and, and clearly want to murder these annoying little children, <laughs> so I was like pretty into both of them. Yeah. yeah. They was, clearly come from a place where there's no one brooks or, that nonsense. Yeah, where the Konohamaru would have been taken care of long ago. No, I identified really strongly with them because they hated what was happening every bit as much as I did. Yep. Yep. Um, Naruto tries to fight Konkuro, kind of, and Konkuro just like wiggles his fingers like he's playing air guitar, and then Naruto falls on his face. Yep. That's, <laughs> um, that was pretty great. Uh, and then compounding that, Naruto is like gonna like shouting how he's gonna like make him let Konohamaru go, and Sakura's like, no, no. Just let him do what he wants. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Yeah, actually. Same, Sankra. Yeah, yeah. Let him, just let him kill the boy. Right? I understand that in this moment we are supposed to feel this sense of loyalty to Konohamaru mm-hmm. where we can pick on him but no one else can. And mm-hmm. I have to say that I just did not feel that sense of loyalty. Yeah, no, I was like, take mm-hmm. him. Take mm-hmm. the boy. If you want me to feel something, you got to earn it. Um, and boy, does this show not earn this. Uh, Konohamaru is about to kill Konohamaru. <laughs> Uh, which again? No one's upset. Yeah, yeah. cool. All right, yeah, let's, yeah. let's do that. So, yeah. Let's finally go in somewhere. Uh-huh. Um, but no, something hits him. It's Sasuke. He appeared out of nowhere. He was watching the whole time, and he threw a rock, um, and then he crushes a rock in his hand while kind of threatening Conqueror, which is pretty pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a very like I'm a cool anime dude moment. Like, yes, it I'm, is very much that. Mm-hmm. I'm so savvy. I hit you with a rock so hard I made you bleed from over here, and now I'm crushing it with my hand. I mimed it, but. This is an audio medium, so now Paul and Kayla are just looking at me horrified. Yeah. Well, that's, I just continue to crush a fake rock. That's it, yeah. Or that's milk a cow, one of the two. <laughs> or do uh, other things. <laughs> yeah. Um. No. <laughs> anyway. So just don't belong on your face. Um, Tamari kind of wants to fuck Sasuke, which I like. Pretty, like, openly and immediately. She like, seems I, to have I, this I re- effect Yeah, I really respected mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Totally. I was like, Get Yeah, she doesn't mm-hmm. even hide it. She has mm-hmm. a very mature sensibility about her, which I appreciate. Totally. Respect. She's just like, mm, She's like, that. yeah, I'd, I'd hit that. And it's like, thank you for being honest. Look at that <laughs> supple ninja boy. I mean, we're kind of, you know, they we don't know everything about them yet, but, like, Tamari is definitely the best of the, like, female characters from this generation. Like, oh, yeah. She's, like, pretty cool, and it's mm-hmm. not just in this episode, like, going forward. Totally. Yeah, she's legitimately very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Naruto and Konohamaru kind of cradle their fragile masculinities. Yeah. They, like, <sighs> they, like, stare at each other a bunch and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Konohamaru threatens yeah. to unleash Karasu. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's going to fight Sasuke for real. Nobody wants to see. Whatever is on his back that has hair, I don't mm-hmm. want to see it. I want to see. I don't want to see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into back hair. 
Um, <laughs> but then this other dude shows up. Um, he is hanging off a tree like a bat. Yeah, um, a lot of bat ninja. A lot of bat ninja. Yeah, this is a thing. Well, we've kind of seen that as a sign of like ninja, like basic ninja Chakra efficacy, control, right? Yeah. Control the ability to just hang upside down and be like, casually. "What up? I'm here. This is right? fine." Like when Kakashi does that with crutches. Mm-hmm. It's a very casual way of saying, "I have a lot of power." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is effortless to me. Um, so this new boy is is very pale and has bright red hair and fucking impeccable eye makeup. Absolutely impeccable. Yeah, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, gorgeous. He also um, has the kanji for love tattooed on his forehead. Oh, it's so oh, sweet. I didn't even know that. Yep. Mm-hmm. What a nice. I'm yeah, sure he's, he's a very nice, he's like sweet, really wonderful like boy. Warm, open. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, and he has a big old gourd on his back made of sand. So his name is Gara. He's one of the most famous characters from the show, mm-hmm. right? Of like, like I feel like Gara's sort of penetrated even like further pop culture a little bit, and for good reason. Mm-hmm. For reasons that unfortunately we won't get to touch on for a long time. Mm-hmm. But I know Gara's penetrated deep within my psyche. Yeah, thank you for taking. I I, I feel like I tossed the ball. No, I, the I, it yeah. was. I was. Oh, he was going to catch was, it. Mm-hmm. I, I was even. I was making eye contact when I, I said know, that word, just like hoping Elliot would take it. Yeah, oh, uh, and I took it. Uh-huh, you like sure I, did. Like I always do. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Gara scolds Kankuro. <laughs> um, is this where he says you're a disappointment to our village? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Um, which was great. Um, and he's got a big old gourd on his back. I don't know if you already said that, but yes, okay, yeah, yeah, great big gourd. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as big as he is. right as it's starting to get interesting, we cut back to um, all of the Jonin and the Hokage. Um, and we learn that the Chunin exam is about to begin. Ah, what does Why that mean? didn't they tell anyone in Konoha that this Why was going to happen? Why didn't they tell anyone? Why didn't they tell anyone? <laughs> so it's implied that that's what the fucking bird messenger is about, is that now we're doing this exam. Oh, yeah, Elliot, Elliot. Tweet. That tweet is trending. <laughs> Excuse me. Thank you. It's implied that that's what that fucking tweet was. Can you imagine? Like, what if the World Cup was happening in Seattle and we got one tweet from the city the mm-hmm. day it was supposed to start? <laughs> Like, Mayor, Mayor Durkin was like, oh, yeah, by the way, the World, World Cup is happening. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, stay, out, know, stay out of the, you know, the, the South Soto because it's going to be a lot of traffic. Except you've already know. said more than 240 characters or whatever. Yeah. Because it's like at Mayor Durkin saying, BT Dub City, <laughs> World Cup today. Mm-hmm. Have fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. basically. Despicable. And that's <laughs> where the episode ends. Hey, everybody. I don't remember how we started the interstitial. But I'm doing it anyway. Hey, everybody. We just wanted to jump in for a moment with a couple of uh, quick announcements, etc. Um, first of all, sorry that it took so long for us to get back to you. Um, I know I insinuated this at the beginning of the show, but we just had some scheduling shit. Um, we are hoping to have a more consistent release schedule now, but as a result of that, we are going to go to a bi-weekly release schedule. And that is not the twice-a-week bi-weekly, that is the every-other-week bi-weekly. And boy, is it convenient that bi-weekly means both of those things. It's like inflammable. Indeed. <laughs> um, words are dumb. But uh, we just think it's going to be better for making sure that we get good and consistent episodes and that I don't kill myself trying to edit the episodes. Um, that being said... Um, we are hoping to do, oh, how do I phrase this, um, aspirational episodes between those episodes. Um, but that's when we give, like, motivational speeches. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, where we just come into your you podcast climb feed. climb any mountain. Yeah. And we're actually going to personalize them. So it'll be Cross like... Cross any river. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, Dave. 
You're doing a great job. Except at the work. Mekong River. Yeah, your boss wrote to me, and he really appreciates your input on that project. And you know, Helen actually contacted us as well, and she didn't feel put off by you in that meeting. She actually really appreciated your feedback. So I just want you to know, Dave, you're doing a great job. Amanda, you've been coming into work early every day, and nobody said anything, but everybody appreciates it. You know, you're being noticed, and it will come up at your end of your review, which is going to go really well. Jack, I think you're so handsome. I just think you're a, you're a really, really beautiful guy, and your beard is just working for me. Kayla, do you, do you have anything to contribute Absolutely here? Absolutely not. Okay. All right. Um, no, but what we're actually going to do is um, try to have little bonus episodes. Um, not every week, but obviously, because if we had did them every week, we would just release an episode every week. But um, when we can, when we've got somebody who will join us, um, we probably won't fit in the regular Naruto canon, although maybe they will if we get our shit together. Are you saying that we would actually be Otaku the Town? Not just a Naruto podcast? A podcast about anime, I guess. Not or Naruto, whatever. definitely. Yeah, um, or whatever. Yeah, we've got a, a We're list We're getting of... to the whatever part, guys. At totally. Last. Uh, we've got guests who want to come on. We have other shit we want to watch. Um, and so we'll just kind of throw those up in the feed as, as we get them recorded. Um, if you like them, let us know. If you don't like them, also let us know, I guess. Yeah, totally. If you think there's something we absolutely need to watch, write in and tell us. Oh, yeah. Please give us recommendations. My only thought so far is, like, other anime I also watched in 2002. And that's a that's a, not a deep well. No. And it's also a dark well. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, there's a there's a Forgotten Realms book called Dark Well to about the Moonshay Isles. Oh, yeah. we could do a little podcast about that. Mm. Anyway, um, since our interstitial is normally a short, brief interlude, uh, other than that announcement, uh, if you like this podcast and you're not too mad at us for not putting out an episode for a few weeks, um, please, what do I normally say during the interstitial? You normally think Tony. Oh, um, if you like this episode and you're not too mad at us, thank Tony Whetstone for doing our art, because he's amazing. And you can find his stuff on Twitter at MewBlood. That's M-E-W-B-L-O-O-D. Uh, send us emails about any of the things that we've already talked about or anything else or whatever at otakutetown at gmail.com. And please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Recently, we've had some listeners find us through other, more unconventional means. And that's oh, really? wonderful and very exciting for some of us personally. But it would also be great if you rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah. It helps other people find us just on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, etc. And yeah, not everybody can find out about the podcast by dating Kayla. Totally. So. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. going to say it. I wasn't going to say it. Yeah. I wasn't so, going to call anybody out. You know, if any you of you is interested in series. dating us and wants to totally raise every fucking red flag we have by listening to this podcast before you meet us, no, like, go ahead. <laughs> if you found this podcast through my dating profile, that's okay. I'll accept your downloads, but maybe not your love. And if you found this podcast through my dating profile, all of my private photos are just my cats. So you can ask all you want. You're not going to get anything too exciting. Although my cat's pretty exciting. I hey, all do, you guys, do you guys see those tracks way off in the distance? Because we're so far off the rails, <laughs> I don't even know if I can anymore. Let's go back to the show! <laughs> <laughs> And we're back, and before we jump into the new episode, we have uh, something new for you. 
Okay, this is a new segment called Paul's Apology Corner. That's, of course, spelled A-P-A-U-L-ology, where I apologize for things that I got wrong in previous episode. I have two fact checks for myself uh, this particular outing. So the first is, a few episodes ago, I made an offhand reference about the movie Multiplicity, and I said there's a bunch of John Cusacks running around in that. Now, of course, that was actually... Uh, uh, Michael Keaton in Multiplicity, not John Cusack. I was thinking of the movie Identity, where Michael uh, John Cusack is like a part of an alternate, like uh, I don't know, some some fractured identity, whatever. Who gives a shit? It's from the nineties. But well, I was thinking of the horror movie Identity. Uh, I think that might be the one where he's like a he's like a part of somebody's like uh, fractured conscience or something. Yes, there are thirteen different personalities. They're all killing each other off in a hotel, but it's yeah. all happening inside someone's head. Yes, yeah, one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Of course, don't get second chances. That's... Maybe a the worst pull quote from that movie. Sure, wise words, but also very disturbing. Uh oh. Uh, so that but the movie mul- the movie Multiplicity has a bunch of like Michael Keaton clones running around, not John Cusack. So I apologize for that. The second one is, I believe, last episode or maybe two ago, I said something about Mount Ararat being in northern Turkey. Of course, Mount Ararat is in northeastern Turkey near the border with, with uh, Armenia. It's actually like an Armenian national symbol and not in the Pontic Mountains. It's more like the South Caucasus. So I'm really sorry about that. And I'm sorry about everything that I've gotten wrong. And this is the end of this week's Paul's Apology Corner. Apology. Accepted. Um, can I apologize too I just apologize for everything I've ever said and done Um, just all of it just the whole thing wait no I have a real apology I apologize for making fun of Rylan for using his palm pilot in the last episode (laughs) his palm pilot was really fun in middle school and I used to steal it from him sometimes so that I could play palm pilot games yeah I think I said something about him playing the same demo over and over again but that demo was actually really fun whatever game that was in 7th grade we played the same demo over and over again but we we played it by stealing it from Rylan so Mm -hmm. it's even like worse yeah you guys are good if questionable friends we were blinded by jealousy and hubris i never did get a palm pilot speaking of palm pilots let's move on to episode 21 identify yourself powerful new rivals um in this episode we meet even more ninjas um and there's frankly some pretty uninteresting filler bullshit uh, in which Konohamaru isn't quite killed and it's really too bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we maybe finally start the actual test. Kind of, but not really. Um, so we're back in it. And, uh, and Gara is kind of sizing up, uh, sort of. He's like sizing up Sasuke while also chastising Konkuro. Um, and it's worth mentioning that Konkuro, who was being a big bully in the last episode, is terrified. Mm-hmm. Like, he thinks of Sasuke and Naruto and Sakura as a nuisance as mm-hmm. he's trying to beat up Konohamaru. Like, they're just in the way. But when Gara shows up, he's just horrified. Obviously scared. He's, like, literally groveling on the yes. ground. Um, Gara and Sasuke both kind of acknowledge how powerful each other is, which is, which is, I mean, bully for Sasuke, I guess. They're both yeah, impressed not? by each Everyone's other. Everyone's checking him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, 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 they definitely have, like, a pretty flirtatious little moment. Oh yeah, I mean, do, do, do you, you want to do you want to welcome our audience into the gay of the ninja Elliot, or uh, should we wait? I think you just did, Paul. Okay, welcome everybody to the gay of the ninja. Oh, you're such a good ally, Paul. <laughs> um, yeah, Gara and Sasuke are just like, mm. 
They're kind of so powerful. At first, like you might be mistaken by thinking that this is a dick measuring contest. The dicks are out. They're not measuring them. Mm -hmm. It's like there's like some real eye fucking going on here. Yeah, if they're gonna measure dicks, they're gonna use some unconventional methods. Like I mean, that's the the more reliable method I would think would be to like get up close. The most intimate method, right? Mm -hmm. One could say. Just shake the water line. Like one of them performed an, an oral sexual um, no, operation just... on the other, and you measured the depth at which it penetrated into the mouth. Oh yeah, I was through thinking the line about... of saliva. Oh, absolutely, it's like checking the oil on your car. Oh, I, oh, oh yeah, totally. But a dick in a mouth. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking yeah. like you know, like the Archimedes displacement principle, like when you know, when a, a body when you put it in water it displaces the water, the same as the the mass of the body that's put into yeah. it. Yeah, is just, that what it's just called? like when I check mm-hmm. my oil with my penis. Yeah, exactly. Precisely. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that it was. I say, Archimedes. come on, Archimedes. That, that's how Archimedes did it. <laughs> Um, Today uh, we taught you some physics mm-hmm. and, uh, and some extra credit. A whole lot else. Uh, Gara teleports out of the tree for no reason. He's like up in this tree, upside down, and then he just like disappears in this massive puff of sand, and then he's just on the ground. Like he could have just dropped down, but that wouldn't have been cool enough. Can he teleport he's through sand? Off for his man. I guess ninjas teleport all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, Gara and Sasuke are like DTF, like down Sorry, deep Naruto. to fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gara and Tamari got to, got to kind of fight over Sasuke. Yeah, see, yeah. Oh, and I mean, uh, Tamari is obviously pretty afraid of Gara, so mm-hmm. yeah, Gara yeah, takes true. precedence. Maybe she'll get the sloppy seconds. If there's anything left. Um, uh, Sakura runs up and helpfully identifies these ninjas as being from the Country of Wind, the hidden village of sand. And it's kind of like she's performing like a little citizen's arrest here. <laughs> she's like, wait a minute, you're a ninja from this village. And when you enter our village, due to our treaty, we have jurisdiction here. And it looks like she's about to pull out like little cuffs. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Um, but it's okay because they have ninja passports, I guess. Yes. Tamari yeah. has a permit because it's the ladies on the teams that manage all the studying and the paperwork. Mm-hmm. She has she has all three of their, their visas, yes. like, like student visas. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody in Konoha knows what the tuning exam is or hap- or that it is happening. I guess maybe maybe Sakura and Sasuke know what it is. But It, it really reminded me of the Triwizard Tournament from mm-hmm. the Harry Potter books where the, it's introduced in the fourth book as this like big event that you know, is, is going to consume the whole country's attention but mm-hmm. nobody seems to know that it's happening or has ever heard of it before that's actually really interesting because like like there's a thing like harry potter grew up the way he did so that he could be inserted late into the wizarding world mm-hmm. and we can learn about it alongside him and naruto is kind of our harry potter except he's always been in the wizarding world he's just Dumb. an idiot yeah or yes. maybe uneducated and uncared for <laughs> um or maybe both mm-hmm. um i have to say it seems like the adults in harry potter kind of manage the triwizard tournament mm. the tune-in exam in Konoha almost seems like a matter of, like, a national security mix-up. Like, the Jonin know that it's happening. The Hokage knows that it's happening. But literally nobody else in the village. To the point where Sakura almost performs a citizen's arrest. Totally. It seems wildly irresponsible. Considering that it's, like, a small militia, essentially, in and of itself. And this is just, like, another country coming in. That seems a lot more dangerous than, like, our three schools are going to duke it out. Totally. Yeah, because, like, each ninja team is, like, an elite squad of killers. Like, it's so easy to think of this anime as kind of like a I mean, they're literally on assassins. a school anime a little bit. Mm. But then you remember that they're they're ninja and they're being trained to kill at all points in time. Well, so I'm surprised no one's died. And even Dumbledore announced the fucking tournament before the other students showed up. The Hokage is like, let's keep it a surprise while all of these killers infiltrate our village. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, I just thought it was wildly irresponsible. <laughs> Tune in exam happening today. Send tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Please hop on our Twitter and uh, make it so. Yeah, tweet at us about an exam you want to start. Um, Naruto is really jealous that Gara and Sasuke want to fuck so bad. Mm-hmm. They're just like sizing each other up and like patting each other down. Yeah, he's just not invited to this. No, no, no. There's no space in this party for Naruto. Mm-hmm. Three is a crowd. Um, is that being spoken from personal experience no honestly three is pretty nice yeah i mean it's uncomfortable when like there's somebody you're clearly not interested in who's like ready yeah yeah Yeah, but i i don't i don't think that's really ever come up for me yeah no three's a lot of fun Hmm. okay yeah three ninjas i mean yeah when i go out and train with my Two other ninja friends. Yes. Three has been great. Three company. Three's a nice yeah. Mm-hmm. When I spar in kickboxing, you know, when yeah. we have to spar in a group of three, Absolutely. you know, we just like politely take turns. Sure. And, yeah. You know, give feedback. Works out really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. It, it opens like extra like training avenues. Right. And, uh, Someone might take care of something that you didn't see. Yeah. Totally. Maybe you forgot lube and the other person didn't. You're all covering for each yeah. other. It's actually very considerate. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a real symbiotic relationship. There. Totally. I really like having two people to change my life. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> is this gonna make it in the show who knows uh, how much time will I have to edit uh, we see even more ninjas these ninjas have musical notes on their headbands Jiffy Lube Jiffy Lube uh, they have the Jiffy Lube logo on their headbands um, one of them is wearing a haystack one of them, one of them has like uh, his sleeves are like a hundred feet long yes that's mm-hmm. the haystack ninja. Oh, yeah. yeah. The same guy. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot going on with his look. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Uh, he's made some bold aesthetic choices. And, you know, I respect that. Um, we learned that the other two... Well, okay. So we cut back to the, the Jonin and the Hokage, who are still talking about how the Junin exam is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and we learned that the other two Jonin who have rookie ninja, a.k.a. we learned that the other two Jonin who matter um, are Kurunai and Asama, who I guess I, I lightly introduced when I was talking about the last episode. Uh, and the Hokage is like, all right. Um, this is the first tune-in exam in a bunch of years that we're going to let rookies participate. So, of the nine rookie tune-in, which of them are going to go? Uh, and then they all volunteer all of their ninjas to go to the tune-in exam. Yep. Of course. Um, because otherwise this would be a really short and an interesting arc where there's this exam happening that nobody's allowed to go to we care about. Yep. Um, one really funny moment in here was uh, that... When they list the ninjas who are going, we get like a flash of their face, like they're being introduced, which is really helpful for the six ninjas we don't know, except the Kakashi does it for Naruto, Sasuke, and Sakura. Not just their faces, but also their names. Also like, their names. We actually, so we're actually getting introduced to our main characters <laughs> in episode 21. Indeed. Like, uh, totally. Uh, I guess maybe this is like a jumping on episode. I don't know. I suppose. Yeah. Um, it's pretty bad. Iruka's worried about the exam being too deadly, um, and Kakashi admits that he's kind of just submitting his ninjas because they've been complaining too much about how easy their nin- missions are. Yeah, well, and he's fair. sort of joking a little bit, but Iruka is just getting more and more agitated about it. Mm-hmm. And Karina and Asuma are watching this interaction. It's clear that they understand who Kakashi is as a person more mm-hmm. than Iruka does because mm-hmm. they're just like, "Don't say it, Kakashi. Don't do it. Don't say it. Don't say it." And then he's basically like. They're not your students anymore. They're my subordinates. They're mm-hmm. mine. You have no jurisdiction here. Yep. But out. Yep. It's terrible. They love it. It's very good. Um, and by which I mean it's very bad because this whole episode is very bad. Uh, and the Hokage says, don't worry about safety. There's going to be 
a preliminary. <laughs> and it seems like he's going to do his job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For once. Totally. Which, I mean, is very good. And also, yeah. it's like, oh, thank God. I was so worried this oh, this arc was going to rocket off to a fascinating start. I'm really glad we have something extra before this Let's arc really Let's down with a preliminary. Thank God we can waste a little more time before we actually get started. Hey, yes. Heaven only... forbid we start the exam right away. They can only write manga so fast. we got to stretch this out. Well, didn't they even tell us that the Chunin exam was in five days or something like that? Mm-hmm. Like, they the episode gives us a longer timeline. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, don't get excited just yet. <laughs> yep. We have a lot more crap to string out before it begins. Uh, so Virashi tells his team that they are going to take the or that they are allowed to take the Chunin exam, and Naruto screams that he loves him and gives him a big hug, which I thought was very sweet. This is after he shows up late and says, "Today I got a bit lost on the path of life," <laughs> which just. Spoke to me personally. I feel that every day. That's that's kind of what I say when I get into work. I show up late to work every day um, because there are no consequences for it. So, of course, I do it. And I'm just like, sorry. I just had stuff to do. I don't know. I got lost on the path of life. You sure yeah. did. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I didn't want to wake up earlier, so I didn't. And this is when I've arrived. Hmm. Yeah. That's... This wasn't a very interesting story. I've had a lot of wine and beer. That's all right. Yeah. That's what editing is for. They can't all be winners. Editing is a beautiful thing. I edit this podcast, I think, a lot more than other people edit their podcasts. Well, we... You make it incredible, though. Yeah, we, we, do we have a lot of stupid shit that we say, so yeah. we kind of yeah. make it hard on you. Mm-hmm. We do. Yeah. We do. Like, for example, this current thing that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, this isn't really which interesting. Which is, like, pretty boring. What if I left this in the episode? <laughs> Oh my god. We it's like an unhumor. Yeah. We'd be punishing our listeners. Yeah. This would become like ASMR, but the M stands for masochism. Yeah. Uh, so taking the exam is apparently optional, um, which I guess makes sense because, I mean, I know that it makes sense because I know how likely you are to die during this exam. It seems like being a ninja in this village is something that happens through consent, yeah. which is nice. Totally. You That's... get to choose whether or not you want to die for mm-hmm. this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you can stay again and forever. You know, you don't have to get promoted up. You don't have to be a leader. It's you... better than other villages we've seen. Yeah. Although I don't know if it's really informed consent, because like, mm-hmm. like, basically Kakashi just asked him if they want to do it, and mm-hmm. Naruto's like, it, Naruto seems to have no idea what yeah, he's it's getting not into. Yeah, it's and, not. Yeah. No, so yeah, I don't know if this would pass the like an informed consent test. Sure. I mean, they're trying, you know, baby steps. Mm. Um, baby steps to their death. Um... There's a lot of stuff that happens in this episode. I don't know how granular I want to get about this. This episode gets kind of dumb. Yeah, let's just let's just I'll zip just through retire this a bit. my elderly self at once. <laughs> um, basically, this thing. The, the, so the preliminary happens, and what the preliminary is is it's the same ninja attacking Naruto and Sakura and Sasuke separately. Um, and the Naruto one involves Konohamaru, so we shan't uh. touch on it. And the Sasuke one, um, he just immediately kicks the shit out of this ninja. The Sakura one's kind of interesting, though, and I think it's worth talking about. Sure. because So uh, mm-hmm. Sakura sees um, Sasuke come up and ask if he, she wants to go for a walk with him. And she's like, oh, sure, Sasuke. Um, and then he takes her out into the woods, and it gets very conspicuously Foggy and dark, Whoa. almost like there's some kind of illusory like terrain really present. Something that we've seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, this Sasuke tries to convince Sakura that she's too weak for this exam and she's way too likely to be hurt, and so she shouldn't take it. Um, and then the same masked man jumps out of nowhere and appears to kill Sasuke with a bunch of knives and an umbrella and an umbrella, mm-hmm. um, which we've seen an umbrella that turns times. into knives. Yep. 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 A knife umbrella. Yeah. An umbrella knife. 
The mm-hmm. umbrella? Any- that sounds like a multi-level marketing. <laughs> number life. <laughs> number life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's probably what my company does. I don't really know. I don't ask a lot of questions. Um, <laughs> have umbrella policies? And then... Is there, is there any pressure for you to bring in other people underneath you? Do you take like form a downline? I get a really big bonus if I refer somebody who's hired, but not like that, no. Okay, then you're probably fine. Nobody's asked me to like uh, meet their mentor or like oh, to read a book. I think I, I think I tweeted this one time, but I I kind of it hurts my feelings that nobody's ever tried to recruit me into a pyramid scheme. Like, <laughs> I just I kind of want somebody to try, like uh, you know. I'm the, deeply disappointed in the people that I personally know that have been recruited into umbrella schemes because why? Yeah, the I mean the dude who tried to recruit me, I was so mad. Um, anyway. We talked about this, right? It's, yes, we did. Yeah, okay. Someday I'm going to beat him up for you. Yeah, thank you. I just haven't seen him since Hooray! that's happened. A mutual friend of ours is in a pyramid scheme, and it's totally fine. It's fine. You can wake people up through violence, yeah. right? That's how that works. Totally. Do, you, do you think this mysterious ninja works for the Umbrella Corporation? <laughs> oh, man. Ooh, boy. Uh, anyway, uh, so Sasuke appears to be dead on the ground, but uh, thankfully, full Sakura four times. Shame <laughs> on you. Full Sakura five times. Shame on her and she's like bitch i knew this was genjutsu from the moment sasuke asked me if i wanted to go for a walk he'd never hang out with me he would never voluntarily spend time with me come on which is very sad but also sakura is good at a thing which is seeing through illusions absolutely a little self-awareness over her well yeah it's more than just seeing through the illusion she's actually recognizing the nature of her actual real relationship with sasuke which is healthy for both of them frankly at the end of the day Mm -hmm. so this illusion ninja is like how do you know i'm not here and he attacks her and she's just like <laughs> and she just walks through his attack <laughs> which is also an umbrella which, yes. um, it is it was the umbrella that we just saw turned into knives um, anyway so they all uh, so this was the preliminary shockingly it, it was, was also at this point when I first watched it that I realized it was the preliminary mm-hmm. exam so I felt I felt a little dumb. It's okay. That's all right. Mm-hmm. I you're, happen- you're just really like drawn in, you know. You're. I was. You were so I was compelled for something much better than was actually happening. Yeah. Nope. It was Aruka in an illusion. This was the preliminary. He's gonna gently attack each of the ninja, and apparently they all pass. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Cool. Good times. Um. I don't know what happened next. This episode sucked. No, just kidding. Is this, this is where we meet... This is where uh, we saw the older team. Yeah, this is where we meet uh, Neji and, and Lee and Tenten, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So we see yet more new ninjas. Uh, and we don't we don't get any names, although we know that they're Neji and Lee and Tenten. Um, and they seem kind of cool. And they talk about how rookies are going to be in this test for the first time. Um, which is neat. I and guess. Tenten like is, is throwing some kunai at this like straw man. And mm-hmm. she throws it right at his crotch. And yep. hits it like right in the yep. dick. She kills dick. a scarecrow dick, which... Uh, Kind of feels like an attack on us, personally. <laughs> I know. Now that I think about this, <laughs> we've seen it. Right at Harold. <laughs> yeah, indeed. I castrated uh, for yeah. our crimes. <laughs> and, that, that, and that is the only cool thing that Tenten will do for mm-hmm. the rest of the show. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> um, so they're at the exam. They go in. They go up to the third floor. <laughs> the third floor uh, of a school building? Of the, yeah, I guess yeah. where they went to school. We're um, back at school now. <laughs> yeah. And there are two, like, bullies guarding the door to the exam room, and they're not letting anybody in, and they're kind of beating up those cool ninjas we just saw. Um, but then uh, Sasuke is like, this is, again, jutsu, and we're obviously only on the second floor. And 
he kind of throws it off to Sakura, which was really nice. Yeah. He's like, obviously Sakura's seen through this as the best person on our team at seeing through Genjutsu. And Although, Elliot, as, really as nice. you pointed out when we were watching it, uh, they also could have figured that out that this was the second floor, not the third floor, by the fact that they only went up one flight of stairs. I mean, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, maybe, you know, everybody sees through Genjutsu in different ways. I'm really I guess. worried about all of the ninja who were standing outside that Yeah, door. there's a lot of people who had not figured out that this wasn't people. the third floor. Yep. Oh, man. Yep. I thought it was only one flight, but maybe it was a flight that like switched back, and so they were like, maybe "Oh, maybe that was well, part of the game." Maybe that was too, <laughs> or maybe maybe in the in the ninja universe, it's like uh, in like how in our in our world, people will leave off the thirteenth floor for like mm-hmm. weird superstitious mm-hmm. reasons. Maybe sometimes people leave off the second floor totally. in the buildings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the second floor is for God. Yeah, it would be the fourth floor because uh, the kanji for four can also be pronounced the same way that death is pronounced. Mm. So it's superstitious. Maybe it's the second floor because we all have two feet and you need to leave that for the Hokage. <laughs> True. For his dark, dark dealings. Oh, you're so right. That's <laughs> His exactly dark desires. <laughs> um, Sasuke is about to fight these strange bullies when uh, this man in a green jumpsuit who appeared to be getting beat up by them Basically teleports in between Sasuke and these these dudes. He just stops them very easily, very quickly, with his bowl cut and enormous eyebrows. Indeed. Um, and then he uh, introduces himself to Sakura and tells her that he'll protect her until he dies. Please go out with me. I will protect you until I die. Which is... 100% success rate, I have to say. Um, and then Sakura <laughs> shoots him down hard. Yep. She's like... Absolutely not. Her like eyes turn into bullets, um, which is fair. Yeah, fair. Because that's probably what I would do if a stranger introduced himself to me, asked me out, and told me he would. What? Okay, no, no. Yeah, I was gonna say. Sorry, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna inhabit my truth. I would go out with that dude. Um, <laughs> I will protect you until I die. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd have that so, dude some, change some, my oil. Some guy wearing a wearing a green jumpsuit said that. Yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, let's not kid ourselves. You would mm-hmm. definitely like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, we learn all about displacement. Mm-hmm. Um, so the team is excited to take the test now, and they're all holding hands for some reason, <laughs> yeah. which is really I know. sweet. They have a little like a Wizard of Oz moment where they're yeah. like basically skipping down the hallway yeah. holding hands. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's wonderful. Um, and then what? The bullies were actually test administrators. Wow, in a completely unnecessary little mini twist. What a twist! Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a twist that I didn't care about in they the episode. They disguised ends. themselves as twelve-year-olds, and yeah. then. Surprise, they were adults the whole time, which oh, is a wow. concerning. Crazy. Yeah. Wild. Upsetting. And it's over. Um, Thank God. Like we said, not the most uh, scintillating episodes. Nope. No, um, A rough follow-up to the fantastic Haku and Zabuza arc. There was, yeah. I, I think I said before we started recording, the, the, the previous episode had, like, the last three minutes were pretty cool when we meet uh, Gara and he does some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. There were some great moments in there these were some small 40 moments. or so minutes that we watched. We, we yes. meet some cool characters who we'll, we'll enjoy mm-hmm. for the rest of the show's run, and they do kind of mini cool things, I guess. Sort and of. speaking of great moments, why don't we take a moment to talk about something we actually kind of liked about these episodes. I was wondering um, if you were going to ask about that. I'm happy to start, because sure. I have the one that I think you guys are going to take, so okay. I'm going to take it from you first. <laughs> uh, damn it. I love that we got to meet all these cool new ninjas. Uh, I no. thought it was really exciting. Um, I did really like it. It felt... This show felt 
very good and very intimate during the last arc. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I obviously didn't dislike that. I really enjoyed the last arc. But this episode goes so far into making this feel like a big and populated world. And mm-hmm. I think that's one of the uh, excuse me, that's one of the advantages you get by doing an anime of a manga that already exists is you kind of have some spoilers for who's going to be coming down the pipe. And so you can introduce characters in a way that kind of feels like when they should be introduced, um, you know, before they might have even been written in the manga. And so that was something kind of cool here is that we got to meet all of these really, uh, you know, ninjas that I know are really exciting, but that even seem really exciting just based off these little snippets. Uh, my the thing I really enjoyed was when Konkuro almost murdered Konohamaru, mm-hmm. and that was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it it's was yeah, and it was like surprisingly explicit in the show that mm-hmm. this like little like five year old was about to get murdered by like a fourteen year old or whatever. And I was pretty into it, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. he got interrupted. I feel like Konohamaru's look of fear there is a blessed image. Yeah, definitely. Uh, one of my favorite moments was actually towards the end of episode twenty one, where we are seeing the older team sort of facing off against the younger team of the main characters and the animators don't they sort of perfectly line up who each character is on the team with their perfect counterpart on the other team neji and sasuke are facing off in the same way uh sakura and ten ten are sort of standing back in the same position and naruto and lee are both leaning against the wall feeling left out and i wrote these are the same characters they're showing us that we're looking at a team that is comprised of exactly the same kinds of characters it's really generous of you to call tenten a character they're not (laughs) they're not even trying to hide that there's like a, a skeleton basic thing that they're just going off of a template for each ninja team that they reiterate over and over and over you can apply it to any of the teams in konohamaru and it will stick and yet somehow we're not bored that's pretty impressive. I'm oh, sorry. I, just, I, that, I think that is a great point. And I do have to stop you and say that you said any of the teams in Konohamaru. Um, <laughs> Damn it! And <laughs> any I'm of sorry. the teams in Konohamaru. You've been me. infected by the Forbidden oh, Boy. Um, I think no, we can't have like, this fly again. I feel like this is like from the, like a, a moment from the first Matrix movie where like Agent Smith has come up to you and like touch you on the forehead and your your like visage is like altering and you're yeah. becoming like a new seeing Agent. Seeing all Smith. the village and the ninja all yeah. over again, I can't keep doing this, I'm guys. Sorry, you have Kayla. to stop me, please help me. Uh, the only way to get the forbidden boy out is to have him lanced. <laughs> Cut me. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna put a bunch of leeches on you. I'm fine with it. <laughs> Speaking of cuts, I'm cutting all of this out. Just kidding. No, please do. Uh, anyway, uh, I think that's going to do it for us. Um, as we said, um, we're not going to be back for you next week unless I suddenly decide to record an episode, in which case, watch our Twitter, I guess. I don't know. Keep an eye on your feed. Um, send a messenger bird. Uh, I don't know. Communicate Tweet. with Tweet. us however you like. Tweet at us. Mm-hmm. Tweet at us with your favorite bird. Um, Elliot, what's your favorite bird? Oh, what is my favorite bird? This is our question. It's coming here at the end. Mm-hmm. Um Okay, this is a really tough question okay. um, because I have like I have multiple answers. Uh, my favorite bird conceptually um, are what are they called? Those really little owls that live in trees. Oh, sure, the, like teeny owls. The owls that are like I don't know, like Lacroix can size. <laughs> well, then they got like burrowing owls are kind of like that. Oh, like, they're yeah, really, they like, are. Burrowing. They're really yeah. cute. And tiny. Uh, but my favorite owl. Oh, excuse me. My favorite birds to like chill with are. Um, uh, cochin chickens? Cochins? Bantam? No, bantam is a kind of rooster. Those little chickens, basically. The kind of chickens that are like half the size of all other chickens. So um, I think the one I had was a white cochin, but I think cochin is like the the breed of of, of wee chicken. But they're just Plus really cute. Little wee chicken. They're just like very small and they like to chill and they can hang in your arms and snuggle. Aww. Enjoy the view of a favorite bird? Uh, I, 
I think I can't remember the name 100%. I think it's the, the messenger bird. Is that the one that's like the it's like the big bird of prey that lives mm-hmm. in Africa that like it can fly, but it also like runs shit down. It's mm-hmm. like oh it's like like Roadrunner, except for like way bigger and scarier looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. Uh, and then, of course, in terms of comedy, there's nothing that beats the tufted titmouse. Mm-hmm. That's a great mm-hmm. it's a great mm-hmm. bird. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost as good as the blue footed booby. But, mm-hmm. you know, anyway, both of those Absolutely. are funny words. Mm-hmm. I'm really partial to barn owls. Mm-hmm. They're big and spooky looking kind of at first, but their faces are like the moon and they're actually sweet. They preen like they're cats. It's adorable. I also like northern flickers, which are a native woodpecker around here. And uh, they're just very pretty, very full of themselves. Kind of ridiculous birds. Faces are like the moon. That's very Their sweet. Faces <laughs> are like the moon. I love barn owls. <laughs> and on that note, uh, I've been Elliot. I'm Paul. I'm still Kayla. And, as always, just don't do so much fucking filler. God damn it. Like, this is a good show. Just fucking do the fucking show that you're signed up to fucking do. (laughs) God damn it. I have a very distinct memory of the character that was a bunch of filthy rats in a raincoat. And I was, well, look at that spider. There's a ninja that's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. But Probably bugs. a couple, honestly. But bugs. <laughs> but but bugs. I'm not butt bugs. Luckily, we don't have anything to talk about him because he's never going to come into the show. Right. Shino? Oh. Shino. Abrame. Butt bugs. I've had a few butt bugs. They're not that bad. Just get some <laughs> antibiotics, clear them right up. <laughs>